Star Wars 7x7 episode 2092 today. An excerpt from a longer conversation I had about The Empire Strikes Back with Dennis and Jay from Podcast Stardust. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. So I'm really excited to share this with you. I was invited by Dennis and Jay over at Podcast Stardust to be a guest on a series that they have going on all year related to the 40th anniversary of The Empire Strikes Back. They are watching the film in 10-ish minute chunks and inviting guests to come on the show and talk about each particular chunk, deep diving, analyzing, talking about the elements of the story and that sort of thing. And I was lucky enough to get invited on to talk about part of my favorite part of The Empire Strikes Back, which is the Battle of Hoth. So that episode, which is episode 78 on Podcast Stardust, goes for about an hour-ish or so and dives into all sorts of scenes. I'm going to share with you some stuff from that show, a couple of scenes that get talked about on there, including a scene with Vader and General Veers, and then a scene with Han and Chewie, and then a scene with Luke, but there's a lot more that gets discussed on that show. And there's also some fun conversation before the deep dive happens about The Empire Strikes Back, about, you know, first experiences with it, and, you know, favorite parts of the movie, favorite character, you know, where I'd rank it in, you know, the panoply of Star Wars movies, and you know, what I thought of the big reveal, which, for some reason, like, I mean, we talk about it in the show. It's 40 years, and yet there's a part of me that's like, I don't want to say what the big reveal is in The Empire Strikes Back. It's pretty funny. Um, and also a discussion about whether I prefer the original theatrical release or the special edition. I have kind of a, you know, more deeply nuanced answer than I initially thought I might have, but, you know, that's what came out. And so... You'll have to check out the whole episode on Podcast Stardust there on every podcast platform you might want to find a podcast on. And you can check them out on Twitter. They have the episode pinned right now, or at least a link to it pinned. That's Podcast Stardust on Twitter. And so I'm going to share with you an excerpt where we talk about a couple of the scenes from The Empire Strikes Back. And before we cut to that, just want to say, hey, if you enjoy that episode, then do give Podcast Stardust a fun rating and review on the podcast platform of your choice. And you know, while you're at it, if you feel like doing that for Star Wars 7x7, if you haven't done that already, then I'd certainly appreciate that as well. All right, so without further ado, let's check in on that excerpt from my conversation on Podcast Stardust. And as for us, may the force be with you and may the curve be flattening for you wherever in the world you may be. I think too, it's that there's always going to be that one person that no matter how much you've heard about the other person in charge, in this case, Vader, that they're going to challenge that. And that he's going to try to say, oh, I'm not afraid of him, you know, kind of a thing and challenge that. And it definitely came back to uh, force choke him in, in the face or in the neck, <laughs> as the case may be. 
Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely. I was always impressed by how Julian Glover like never flinched when Vader turned around. <laughs> yeah. Like he stood ramrod still, and like it's like he walked right up behind Vader like he was expecting. And I feel like maybe that's part of like take twenty three. He knows he's gonna whirl around like that, but like he didn't move an inch. And I was okay. like, oh, General Veers is a bad mamma jamma. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah, yeah, that's Thank definitely. You a scene that if it was in a movie about an office, the, the boss would have turned around yelling for someone and ran right into the guy. And yeah. Yeah. Had, <laughs> and had to play it off. Like he knew he was there all along. But uh, so the next scene takes us to echo base and just briefly, because we don't really have our main characters there. We get a couple of soldiers that are briefing others. They're talking about how group seven and 10 are going to stay behind to fly the speeders. The one thing that stood out to me this time was that you see one of the transports in the background. And it occurred to me, as you were saying earlier, Alan, when you, you know, we grew up watching these movies off of bad recordings on VHS from someone who recorded on HBO, well, <laughs> everything got cropped. And so yeah. I was not used to seeing the back of that transport there. And so when I saw it today, I was like, oh, look at that. Uh, there it is. There's one in the background. And, you know, there's another soldier who's piling up gear in the background. And again, it's just one of those things when you're afforded the opportunity to look at these movies on a minute by minute basis, as opposed to trying to take them as a whole you kind of notice some of the details uh, that you may have missed before. But we then see Han and Chewbacca. They're working on the Falcon. And as we know from earlier in the movie, Han is desperate to get out of there because he's got to pay off Jabba the Hutt. And of course, he knows the Empire is coming. But what did you all kind of think about the comedy that we get here where, you know, he tells Chewbacca to try it and then the ship starts blowing up? Yeah, typical Falcon, typical Han, typical Chewie. And we get that set up in A New Hope. And I just remember just from watching that as a kid, just loving the two of them together as a duo. And as much as they, you know, they have this this relationship where you can tell that that it's it can get stressed sometimes, but they're always there for each other and and no matter what. But yeah, it was it was it was cute. I always thought that that was a really cute scene. I feel like this is also the funniest of the Star Wars movies, and that scene always makes me smile. Uh, it's just, I, I love, don't turn it off, turn it off! Like, yeah. Just the, the freak out over it, and Chewie in the cockpit going, like, and shaking his fist, and it's still working, and then the alarms going off, the klaxons blaring in the, in the bay, which it's like, they've got so much other stuff going on like they're trying to evacuate people and now these doofuses are setting off the fire alarm it you know it just it it still cracks me up to this day definitely so from there we get to see the medical bay where luke is getting dressed after having recovered from his injuries at the hand of the wampa and there's a 2-1-B droid who is making a comment about how it's going to take a long time to evacuate the T-47s. And to which Luke responds, well, forget the heavy equipment, just take the smaller modules. And then the 2-1-B says, you know, take care, sir. I, I got to be honest, I'm trying to figure out why this scene is actually even in the movie. I don't think it really does anything. Do either of you feel differently? I mean, I don't have a, a opinion one way or another, I guess, other than just to introduce us, not really introduce us, but to, you know, show the care of a 2-1-B and how, you know, that's their programming. Take care, sir. I just, I always like that. Well, sure. But I just, I, I'm not sure that serves a narrative purpose, I guess, is my point. Because we uh, saw the 2-1-B really. earlier and I don't know that this, they tell us anything here that we need to know going forward. But what do you think, Alan? Uh, I agree with you on the narrative side of things. And yeah, if, if that scene didn't happen in the movie, I 
you know, I don't think I would have been walking out of the theater thinking to myself, you know, <laughs> but by the same token, what Jay said earlier about Luke being so seasoned in The Empire Strikes Back by comparison to what we see him as in A New Hope, I feel like this scene does at least speak to the seasoning of Luke. Like, it's just, it's so casual. Like, he's just suiting up like, oh, you know, here we go again. And, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I did the T-47s and, you know, like, just take the, you know, the heavy stuff or whatever. Like, it just, that to me speaks to his experience. Like, he is definitely an integral part of the Rebel Alliance now. He's not just some hotshot kid that, you know, ended up rescuing a princess by accident. So at least for that, it, it it has that purpose, but but you are right. I agree with you, Dennis. Like, if it wasn't there, I probably wouldn't have ever noticed. Podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. <laughs>